feel kind of like God. <laughs> and then this man with the devil on his hand came and took the hat. Free Britney. Free Britney. I just want to say um, I'm embarrassed because I've been telling people I never did Shazam and people always walk up on me and I'm, I'm just going to tell you what happened. I did do Shazam. I'm not, I'm not proud of it, but I did Shazam. I was doing a lot of crack. I, was I fucking crack. knew it. And I did Shazam <laughs> for crack money. I, I knew it was going to be a great movie because I have no genius skills. I See? Think most Everybody knew. Everybody knew. So even, everyone even, knew. Even Sinbad knew the movie was going to be garbage. Powers. It was a learning process <laughs> for me as I was doing this movie, just getting into the lamp. I was I doing a lot, lot of crack. Yoga, <laughs> uh, a lot he of said just getting into the lamp was hard. I did a lot of yoga, covered myself in oil. <laughs> I'm not crying. I'm not crying because I'm tough. But those who said, hey, you saw Suzanne when I was growing up, yeah, you, you did. You, it, it, it did exist. It took a lot of government intervention to get those videos out of people's homes and out of the uh, video stores. Um, I'm lucky because I'm ex-military, ex-special forces. So we were able to do a lot of mind control stuff to get those videotapes away from people. There's three tapes left. There's three Shazam videos. If you have one of the three Shazam videos in existence, please message me at feedback at dabtodeath.com. We will happily compensate you a couple dollars. You didn't know you're on a hit list, and I'm I'm ashamed. I'm totally ashamed of that. But if you have that Shazam video, you're on a short list to have assassin come to your house. I'm not saying hey, if you want to post it on on Twitter or something, say hey, I got the video. But that means your whole family's gone. So maybe not. Because my weakness. Not admitting. He's like, because of my weakness. Bad plots in my life. I was in a bad place in my life. <laughs> and I just want to tell people, it gets better. It gets better. It gets better, right? guys. You hang in there. <laughs> oh, shit. Bro, when I was back in Virginia uh, a couple weeks ago, I was telling my dad about the whole Sinbad thing. And it blew his <laughs> fucking mind. Right? Like, oh, my God. Um, but yeah, just a that was just a little clip here of uh, Sinbad supposedly admitting that he did the movie Shazam, which we all know was covered in the Mandela affected episode of Dab to Death. And that's right, Vooties, we are back with the highly anticipated sequel to the Simulation Theory Dabate. As always, I am your host, Nick Nobody Savage, and I am joined once more by my friend and coworker, Christian Hildebrand from Paper Planes Extracts. What's up, everybody? How have you been, man? Been good, man. Um, yeah. Working. I uh, just got back from Virginia recently. Uh, first time I've been out there or back there, excuse me, since I moved here to California. So that was pretty cool. Got to see some family and friends and nice shoot nice. some guns and all that fun stuff yeah. that you do in the south <laughs> every time every time I, I i hear the like i think of the state virginia i just think of the song country roads oh bro bro yeah. <laughs> you go Actually, to a bar uh, in virginia you, you, know you the, will hear you know it. the band the vandals yeah they could do all like the covers mm -hmm. of songs and they did country roads mm -hmm. or no it's me first in the gimme gimmies i've heard the i've think, heard the I cover of it i think it's me first in the gimme gimmies that did it but country it wasn't roads, the van is it the Vandals or me first in the game? You might. It's, it's I don't, of, it's I don't know. You might because be right. they both do a lot of covers. Mm -hmm. You know, because like I know me first in the Gimme Gimme's do a really good cover of Rocket Man. Yeah. And yeah. straight up. 
by I haven't heard uh, that Janet one. Jackson. Oh, I haven't heard Janet that. Janet Jackson, straight up. It's so good. Okay. Yeah. So, anyway. Nick is taking a dab currently of, I think, some strawberry blue, pineapple. Strawberry pineapple. Shit is fire. Yeah, I know. I normally do the whole intro and everything before I even announce what we're smoking on, but I got he, carried away. He's just it. getting high. You know, we're doing a little bit more of a mellow, looser introduction than the normal scripted shit. You know, you know, chilling. Oh, yeah. And ASMR. Dab style. <laughs> Bro. Actually, that's... I've done that. I'll put the, the banger right here mm-hmm. and then like let the sizzle hit the microphone and you can hear like the popping and sizzling. Dude, that's actually a really good idea. <laughs> like yeah, dab ASMR. <sighs> Every right? pothead <laughs> would watch that every night. Seriously, bro. that's that's actually a really good idea. Mm-hmm. Patent pending. Nobody take that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that strawberry pineapple. I think we finished that. Was that three weeks ago? Maybe. Yeah, something like that. So it's pretty fresh, but super nice. You definitely get those like sweet terps in there. Right, it's so good. Mm-hmm. This and the blueberry, I think, came out so good. The blueberry like, was of, one of my of favorites. A lot of the things that we've done lately, that blueberry, yeah, Ooh. so good, so flavorful, and so heavy, dude. Like for me to start feeling it, I usually have to take like three, four, five. I mean, big dabs. That blueberry, bro, one, th- one and done, man. <laughs> that shit fucked me up. <laughs> <laughs> And then we also got some peanut butter breath. Got some garlicky terps in there. Little sweet, little garlicky. Yeah. Always delicious. But yeah, no, everything's been good, man. Yeah. Have you uh, have you experienced any uh, weird glitches in the Matrix since our last? Not episode? since our last one, yeah. but I have been thinking about our conversations yeah. a little bit more, yeah. looking into some things, and yeah. nothing crazy though. It was. It um, I guess you could say my dad experiences some glitch in the matrix because he really? uh, he didn't really know about the Mandela effect so much, which oh, which surprised yeah. me. Well, and it, I I think honestly, our generation is probably one of the first ones to like really start questioning yeah. the Mandela effect and like really start being like, hey, what the fuck? We remember this this mm-hmm. way because I've noticed that a lot of the Mandela effect things are things that are from more recent time periods. Yeah. Um, like you know, there. Although, like the Bernstein Bears, like that's been around for a while, but, but like they didn't we're have the only ones that remember the change of the mm-hmm. name. You exactly. Know? So I think it's like our generational. It might be just even a generational. thing. I think it is. Like, what if it's a new thing? The new glitch. Yeah. What if it's like the the simulation has finally gotten to the point where there's so many people in it, and it's so overloaded that it's starting to like glitch out and have false memories and like mm-hmm. things like that and that's what we're remembering it's like it's or it's like you know trying to patch the system and when it patches it it makes a small change and we notice that change mm-hmm. you know it's like it's kind of like they they patched a software bug and to everybody else to all the npcs the non-playable characters though mm-hmm. that software bug makes it seem like everything's normal yeah but to the person playing the game you can still sometimes tell that that patch is there mm-hmm you know, and so I think that might be what it is. I think you might be right. And we have such access to like see it, right. you know, in real time where we can look up anything that was weird to us where that is true. You know, back technology then, contributes a lot to that because mm-hmm. people back then couldn't be like, hey, guys, did you see this and post it? And like five million people across the country can see yeah. it. 
they yeah, if they just noticed something weird they probably wouldn't even say it because you know yeah, somebody be anything, like yeah just shut like, the fuck yeah, up yeah <laughs> if anything they'd be like oh my god they're gonna think i'm crazy because, yeah you know it's crazy how now with technology just in the past like five years people are really waking up to a lot of different things right. as far as society goes what's going on who's in control what's happening it's 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 super super awesome super weird and scary at the same time to see what's going to happen i think right. it's because the more people learn about the matrix you you know whether it be the matrix of the government you know controlling you or are we actually in a matrix right right you know, whether it's a simulation or whether it's just government control the the, mm -hmm. the end result is the same as we are not in control of our yeah. lives and people are starting to realize that i think in their yeah. start in the past five years or so yeah so it's and gonna be interesting it's, it's I think. definitely it's definitely gonna be uh, it's going to be a talking point. The next, I think the next 20 years are mm -hmm. going to be something we cannot even predict. Yep. I've been saying that for a while. Like, it's like, going to be, it's going to be insane. I, th I, I don't know when, but I, th I just think sometime in our lifetime, we're going to see a crazy change. We're going to see something happen, right? Some crazy glitch. Yeah, exactly. Mr. Like, Anderson, <laughs> Mr. Anderson. That was pretty good. Yeah, actually, it was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if you joined us for part one, Glitches in the Matrix, thank you for listening. And we hope you are ready for part two, Crashing the Simulation. Dun dun. I've, it, been, wa I've been waiting to do that since the last time. We did this. <laughs> if you missed part one, you might want to pop over and check it out first. Don't worry. Oh, yeah, sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, don't worry. We'll still be here when you get back. See, we're still right here. Welcome back. So, what are we dabbing on? Like I said, are we well, actually we already mentioned that we got the peanut butter breath, the pineapple strawberry, and the blueberry. Mm -hmm. uh, I think I have some grape tree actually. I I shall return. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. 
Oh, I'm all out of breath now. <laughs> all right, so I found some of the grape tree. <coughs> and then I also found, whoa, that is a lot of it, too. Nice. And then I also found some of that cookies and chem. Ooh, nice. The the one that we called cured resin. Yeah. 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 I know, yeah. I know about that. <laughs> Don't Let's, tell anybody. Yeah. Shh. I had a it's huge hand in making that. <laughs> I didn't package it though, or put labels. Yeah, no, 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 that's more my side of things. Yeah. <laughs> well, he manages. Syrup shot drinking game. Oh, I remember that. I was so fucked <laughs> up, bro. <laughs> oh. Every time we say the Matrix, we have to do a shot of syrup. Oh, oh God. I, I was... have two fresh bottles if I you mean, want to try it again. Let's do it, bro. Yeah? Let's right. do I'll it. I'll be back again. <laughs> the syrup, low key, just so everyone knows, is my absolute <laughs> oh, favorite shit ever. <laughs> Don't mind me just practicing vocals in here. That's not going to be on there, I hope. <coughs> and we are back. Oh, thank you. You've done the right thing, my toss, and you won't be forgotten when I rule the universe. Thanks, it's amazing. Ben, I'm back. Bye. Well, I don't know what the fuck that was, but we're back. Uh, <laughs> so uh, this episode, we're going to do a syrup shot drinking game. And this is featuring the Paper Planes Fast Acting Nano Serum, uh, a.k.a. Fans. Uh, we each have a bottle here of the Paper Planes Serum. This is a thousand milligrams in a single bottle. And uh, this shit kicks in in about five minutes. So when we say fast acting, we mean fast acting. <laughs> yeah. Fix this. And uh, so the flavor I have here is mango lemonade. I have blueberry lemonade to complement my blueberry pomegranate sparkling water. Oh, shit. It's, France a, it's France. a theme. It's a theme. It's a themed wedding. <laughs> Well, I think yeah, we should so do a cheers at first. We will definitely do a cheers in an initial shot. But mm -hmm. basically, the game is, is anytime we say the Matrix in this episode, we have to do a shot of syrup. And they add up really quick. Yes, <laughs> they do. Ooh. I like that one. I don't think I've tried the mango yet. Mango's really good. I think my favorite is actually the uh, the spicy pineapple. The spicy pineapple is yeah, fire. That yeah. shit is so good. I've given it to a few people, and they all love the spicy pineapple. Yeah. Honestly, spicy anything. I've been 
becoming a fan of like spicy yeah. and sweet as, you know? as i've gotten older i love spicy things more and more which mm-hmm. sucks because like my stomach hates them less or hates them more yep. and more and so it's like i can eat them less and less but i eat them <laughs> and we found out last time we did the gummy bear challenge that oh, we both fuck. have stomach you ulcers know, I, I still <laughs> haven't posted that video and i kind of wish that we had kept recording yeah because there was so much after Dude, we stopped recording that it was just like the drinking of the what was it like whipping cream heavy whipping cream no it was um uh coffee creamer bro. <laughs> oh yeah it was creamer for coffee yeah because we had nothing else yep. we didn't have any milk we didn't have shit so we were basically just like whatever can calm our mouths down coffee creamer yeah. it was bro <laughs> like shirt it was like, off it was like some like caramel macchiato yep. starbucks creamer or something like that bro I think. and it when it went on that uh, time, it felt oh, so good that was the best thing yeah, in the it, world. it was it was nice it was anybody nice. who says milk does not help you are wrong it's actually one of the only things that does help in those situations water water will do nothing but make it worse it'll Mm -hmm. spread the the oil because that's what it is the oil is what makes it hot it's like a capsaicin yep right capsaicin capsaicin yeah yeah and so that that shit will burn the fuck out of you Mm -hmm. so like if you have water it's not going to help it's just going to distribute it it's like putting water on an oil fire. It's yeah. not what you do. I was watching the video and it was a chick talking about that. And she was like super adamant. It was like an instructional video on how to calm your mouth down when it's hot. And they were like, oh, milk's no better than water. I'm like, you are dumb. Yeah, no. That, That's not that accurate. Is a, that is a falsity of all falsities. Yep. And I will argue it until I'm dead. You cannot say shit until you've had, was it 9 million Scoville? 8 million uh. Scoville? I don't even remember. Okay, I have to. I'll I have think it to was look eight, it up. It was either eight or nine million Scoville. So yeah, no, the world's hottest gummy bears. So uh, until I don't you, know if you've done those before, but it's the world's hottest chip has nothing on the world's hottest gummy bear. Apparently, the little nitro, which is the world's hottest gummy bear, and it is, if you would just tell me, <laughs> uh, there's also something called the toe of Satan. Which is like a lollipop oh, that you suck that. on, and it looks like a toe. I haven't heard yeah, that. So there's there's some uh, there's some heat challenges uh-huh. we might be doing in the future. Okay, but uh, let's see. Yeah, I swear it's like eight or nine million. It's nine hundred times hotter than a jalapeno pepper. Can we just see the box? <laughs> and I, I I don't need your 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 fancy dads and stuff. Yeah, I just I just need to know how many Scovilles. Yeah. I, apparently it's not showing me scovels but it's hot it's fucking hot yeah it's it's hot as fuck and i didn't it, it, I, I regretted it i definitely did <laughs> so lesson of the story moral of the story yeah. if you haven't moral eaten of that story. much dogs run fast dogs run fast and you kick my dog do you remember that did you ever see that back in the day the old youtube video your daughter she come to my house and she kicked my dog no. oh so funny i'll send it to you later no, there was just, I always used to do this bit with my friends where it'd be like, yeah, so I was, you know, I was walking down the street and then dog chased me. And then, so I'm running and running and I climb over tree and run over truck. And, but moral of the story is dogs run fast. <laughs> yep. Oh, I, you'll, you'll appreciate it then. I'll send it to you. All right, cool, cool. All right. So when we left off in part one. We were talking about Nick Bostrom's simulation argument and the trilemma that it proposes, which is essentially this. One, 
the human species is very likely to go extinct before reaching a, quote, post-human stage. Two, any post-human civilization is extremely unlikely to run a significant number of simulations of their evolutionary history or variations thereof. And number three, we are almost certainly living in a computer simulation. We were also briefly discussing the Schrodinger's cat thought experiment where a hypothetical cat is placed into a steel chamber with both an atomic particle and a vial of poison or acid. If the particle decays, the cat lives. However, if the particle emits enough radioactivity, a hammer is triggered, thus breaking the vial and killing the cat. Yay, research! <laughs> like, the things we think about in the name of science, right? Where it's just like, yeah, so what we'll do is we'll put the cats in the box. And then you put a, a, a nuclear isotope in the box. And then you uh -huh. put the hammer in the glass vial. And then they all live this. And then if you could kill the cat, you could kill the but cat. But it's fine. What? As long as you don't open the box, you don't know cat is dead. So cat could still be alive. You know, science, science, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and, and too, like, and that's just what they came out with in public. Think about the fucking million right. other ideas they had the, before the, the 20 that. different experiments yeah. they thought of before that one. Yo, that were probably way more. It's a little baby. You, know? <laughs> you, put, just... you put cat in box with poisonous snake, <laughs> a couple scorpions and little child. <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> you open the box and the baby's just sitting there eating all of them. Like, I am now the strongest human <laughs> on earth. Skin the snake has a loincloth and shit. Bro. Fucking man. He's got it on his head and he's like, I'm a snake. <laughs> I'm a slither little snake. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> what would you... <laughs> Uh, I would die I would if die. I if I opened the box and saw that. I'd just be like, "That's it. I, I don't need to see anything else in my life. I can die. Nothing I'm tops done. that." <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, that would definitely win. That would definitely mm -hmm. win. Yeah, I think so. And they uh, probably thought of something crazy like that before they put that experiment out. Right. Well, and you have to think about like if that was the most logical experiment is the cat and a nuclear isotope and a hammer and a vial and all of this other crazy shit. That was the most logical thing they thought of. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's, that's kind of concerning. Mm -hmm. So you, you have a cat, you take grenade. <laughs> <laughs> that one. I feel like the grenade always wins. <laughs> you don't know science, you know, research. <laughs> it's like, so as long as you don't open the box, the box. will. Poof. Yeah. Well, I guess we know that one. If you didn't see that the cat die, did it die? The True. Matrix. Ah, oh, oh. shit. <laughs> All right. So. We do not condone the killing of or harming of animals. Yeah, we both no, have no, animals, by the way. Actually, yeah. Just so we, uh, we are people for the ethical treatment of animals. I love my cat, Indica, and his dogs. And that's, a, that's a cool name for your cat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Indica. I named my cat Five. Yep, because she's a stage five clinger. Yep, I remember you telling me that, yeah. bro. Well, it was when I first got her. She was just like always like right here. She's like, I need to be on you or near you or next to you, and I'm just like, you're a clingy little bitch. Yep, 
Dude, and it's funny because mine's named Indica. I sw- I should have named her Sour Diesel, bro. <laughs> like, that fucking dude, she goes and she yeah. just doesn't stop. And she doesn't stay at the house either. She more or less travels everywhere with me. Like mm. I didn't bring her here yet because dogs and stuff. And she's still a kitten, yeah. but like whenever well, I go like out of town or our, our dogs aren't really like anti cat yeah. because our cat will fuck up our dogs. So mm-hmm. I think both of them have kind of Loki's kind of a dick. Yeah. He he that. definitely is kind of a dick. But like Twitch, she's such a pushover and like <laughs> a little like tweaker that mm-hmm. she'd just be like, Oh my god, a cat. Yep. Dude. And then like spaz around on her back for a bit. Dude, my cat's weird, bro. Like my cat legitimately goes in the shower. Every time when I turn the shower you know, on, she I waits for that our runs cat over. Likes the shower too, and, and she it's like, "What cat likes water?" I don't know. It's weird, and she doesn't just sit there. Like she like play in it a little bit. Yeah, that's strange. Yeah, we'll but, try some of this grape tree. Yeah, the grape tree's fire. But yeah, she's a cool cat. Cats are cool. Um. So while this melts, <laughs> the experiment then postulates that until the steel chamber is opened and the outcome is physically observed. The result is both options at the same time. So the cat is neither alive nor dead. I mean, theoretically, until the until the result is observed and the reality becomes one or the other. Exactly. You don't know. Exactly. That's so. Yeah. What we were saying, if the cat, if you don't see it, does it die? If the tree doesn't fall or if you're not. What is the saying? If a tree tree falls falls in the forest and no one's around to hear it, doesn't make make a a sound. sound. Yep. Right. The Matrix. You did that on purpose. A little bit. (laughs) (laughs) That's all right. All right. So like we were saying, the cat is both alive and dead until the result is observed. So as we mentioned last time, this ties in with not only simulation theory, but with everything around us. If you look back at the the particle beam observation experiment Mm -hmm. where we talked about last time where it says, you know, uh, if you are observing the particles, they will behave a certain way. And if you're not, then they will behave, behave like, you know, differently. like normally. Mm-hmm. And so basically everything in life is based on how we observe it. Literally everything, every yep. single particle in the universe responds based on how we see it. Yep, absolutely. Let me make sure this is. T- Okay, so sorry about that. Don't know exactly when the screen timed out on us and the mic cuts out, but we fixed the issue. It should not happen again. Okay, so I believe we were talking about the Schrodinger's cat and how it ties in with everything. Because if you look back at the particle beam observation experiment uh, experiment that we referenced last time. That's a tongue twister. (laughs) Yeah, it really was. And I hope you all watched the video I included in the episode description of part one. Then the power of observation influences literally everything around us on a subatomic level. Just looking at something then has the power to change it. Mm-hmm. Isn't that wild, dude? I mean, just it's that experiment nuts. in itself is absolutely insane. I mean, it can go for all parts of life too. You know, your observation of the way you perceive life a lot of times becomes the outcome of it. True. You know, and speaking things <laughs> well, into and that's a, like, yeah, exactly. Manifestation. Like yep. a lot of people are like super big on that. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's funny. I actually was just talking about this yesterday because we were watching something that uh, mentioned the secret. Mm-hmm. 
And she was like, oh, yeah, I'm a big believer in the secret and this, that, and the other. And, like, my natural instinct as a human was anytime somebody was like, oh, I like, I believe in the secret. I'm like, well, okay, so you're an idiot. Hmm. Because, like, I'm sorry, like, not to offend anybody. <laughs> no, really not to offend anybody. But it, from where I come from, like, having had to struggle the way I've had to do and, like, having mm -hmm. to, like, climb my way back up and, like, work for every single fucking thing I've had. Yep. I don't just sit around and manifest things. I don't yeah. just sit around and go, oh my God, I want to have a big house. And then I get a big house. That's not how it that works. Way. That's not how it works. Like I have to put in the work. Mm -hmm. I have to put in the manual physical fucking effort. Yep. So like the manifest I, I do believe that thinking things mm -hmm. does play a huge part into it, but I don't think that it's the only thing. I, I agree with that. I think it's more about I mean people can think what they want, I guess, but I it, you know, but I'm with you. I think it's for the manifest isn't it's not necessarily about manifesting it out of your thoughts it's you know just not even speaking it necessarily but just believing it you know you're not gonna if you don't believe you're gonna succeed at this point or do this thing or whatever you're probably not going to you True. you know you got to have that positive mindset to get into it not so much that it's speaking it you know out loud is some magical thing that's just gonna make it happen out of nowhere but you know it's just that making sure you have that drive. Don't go into something you're trying to do with like, Oh, I'm going to fuck this up or, Oh, this will never work or. <coughs> yeah. No. Yeah. And like, I definitely, that's what I'm saying is like your yeah. mentality does a hundred percent play into everything. Yeah. But it's not but, like speaking. Yeah. Words I don't, out I don't think you can just sit in your room and make a collage of pictures and be like, Oh my God, here's my mansion. Yep. And here's my beautiful car. And here's my beautiful life. And that's just how it happens. I manifest a billion dollars right now. <laughs> right. Exactly. If that's the way it happened, I would have manifested a lot for myself yeah. by this point. Absolutely. Like I, if it was that easy, trust and believe I would have fucking tried it, mm -hmm. you know? And I think it's a good thing that it's not too. Exactly. You know, it's like, it, it's such a cliche saying, but good things and things worth having they don't come easy and they're, they're always hard, you know, and it sucks at the time, but a lot of times you can look back on those times. If you're somebody that likes to grow, you know, which obviously you are, I am you able to look back on those times with not like happiness necessarily, but with fondness. And like, you can recall like, Oh man, remember when it was like this, now I can do this. Or remember that lesson that I learned from that, you know, how now I can apply it to this part of my life. Yeah. You know, Getting a little philosophical, philosophical. You know, if you're from Philadelphia, that would be a right. dope shirt. Be like, Philly I'm philosophical, and Ooh. it's spelled like Philly. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. That's if a anybody's idea, from actually. Philadelphia and wants that shirt idea, you're welcome. You can have it. Fofui. You know, just send me one. You know? <laughs> send us two because I want. Yeah, send us two. Send us two. I like an extra large. I'm also an extra large. See, there you go. It makes it easy. Yep. Just send two, bro. <laughs> So uh, the whole observation thing actually goes back to something we touched on in the last episode, and that is where they crashed the simulation in the movie Mandela Effect uh -huh. by using a quantum computer to run an advanced program that constantly observes every part of the simulation at once, because that's basically what the the logic is here is that in video games, your your computer or your console is not generating the entire game universe at one time. It's not. It's generating what your character is looking at. 
So basically, your character, what they see in front of them, that's all that the computer is worried about. Mm-hmm. So everything behind your player, everything above your player, below your player, it doesn't matter. All that the computer, the simulation, is concerned about building and displaying to you is what's in front of you, what is observed. Hmm. So by building a program that would force the computer running the simulation to operate at full capacity, which would process all of the graphics necessary to sustain all of that observation, it would thus force the program to crash and reboot. Mm-hmm. This is mostly what we will be discussing in this episode. Assuming we are living in a simulation, is it possible to crash it, escape it, or even hack it? But first, since we brought up the movie, let's discuss the Mandela effect real quick. I did just cover, and by just I mean like three months ago, (laughs) I did cover the Mandela effect by itself in the tie-in episode Mandela Affected out now, so you can check that out for a more in-depth look at what is or what it is and possible explanations for why it happens. But in summary, the Mandela effect is the name given to the growing phenomena of false mom, false memories, <laughs> false memories experienced by a large portion of the population. That was just a glitch. Yeah, it was a glitch <laughs> in the matrix. Oh, so cheers. Cheers. My friend. <laughs> I don't remember what we were saying. Something about being high. Yeah, some something about getting high and like how you know, like oh tolerances and shit. Yeah, Yeah. I had to tell when I first got in the cannabis industry, I was like talking to my parents about it, and I had to like explain to them how me getting high versus a lot of other people getting high is not the same thing. Yeah, I don't get high. Like, I mean, I get I get high and shit, but like I typically smoke, and that's. I just go about my day. Yeah. You know, I wake up, yeah. smoke. I can- even like even the syrup, like I'll, you know, I'll do like a few hundred milligrams yeah. in the morning and then just like go about my day yep, and just be chilling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like normally, like I've, I've seen people drink 100 milligrams of this shit and be laid out for six hours. Our boss. <laughs> <laughs> one of them well even uh uh do you remember david oh bro there david, david was there I, the, I came in a week after that but they told me about that yeah he had like no, a gram he, or he drank like 100 milligrams of this shit and he was passed out on the couch in the office for like five hours well he was high i think they said too for like two days or something like, yeah he was insanely high up. and like but that's because he doesn't really yeah he doesn't smoke, smoke like that but i've just never been like that i haven't either like we were actually talking about that earlier before we started doing this like i never got like i mean like the first couple times i did i it just you know you know i've never been there there's there was one time where i was like so high i think we were smoking some white rhino train wreck oh okay right so it was a real good nice blend probably like when it first came out oh yeah no this was like way back this is back in like my high school days yep like 2010 uh 2000 like seven or eight seven or eight yeah i graduated in 10 actually yeah Yeah. so like this is like 2007 or eight yep and me and a buddy of mine are smoking some white rhino train wreck and we're up in this cemetery in downtown nevado marin county okay right and uh, so if anybody f- is from the area and knows Pioneer Park, 
we were chilling in Pioneer Park and we're sitting like in the graveyard smoking and it's nighttime and I'm looking up through the trees and like I might have just been really fucking high. I might have just like maybe it was laced with something. I don't fucking know. But I swear to God, there was a tree that was just like chilling there like this. Right. And then like the branch just reaches down, scratches the side of the tree like it's scratching an itch and then just goes back up like this. I believe. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then I'm like, all right, cool. No, no, I'm just tripping. I'm just tripping. I'm just tripping balls. And then later that night, we're walking down the street. And there's a light pole here and a tree here. And we're walking down the sidewalk. And I swear to God, the light pole and the tree switched places and then switched back. Huh. So I stood there for like five to ten minutes yelling at a light pole and a tree <laughs> how I was on to them. And I was gonna catch them in the act. So was that you? I feel like being higher was it like it was laced. I feel like it was laced. Or was it a glitch? And oh, that's the secret oh, to breaking oh, the matrix. Shit, cannabis. Okay, so that is why weed is illegal. Yep, absolutely federally illegal because you would fucking break the matrix. Yep, it, dude. That's why. That's why the so weed. That's why the drug war first started, bro. Nixon was on to some shit. Oh shit. Oh <laughs> shit. Yo. Oh fuck. That just that changed everything. That, that changed the whole game. That just that, like, did. that literally just changed the whole Whew. dynamic of this episode. <laughs> Whew. All right. Wow. Uh in summary of the Mandela effect, though, um, going back onto the the Mandela effect is the name given to the grown. Oh, I already said that part. Uh so science offers its own explanations such as the simple triggering and firing off of neurons that store memories related to the topic you are trying to remember. Uh, so basically an example of this is um, Thomas Jefferson and the United States presidents. A lot of people will remember Thomas Jefferson was the United States president, even though he never was. But that's because when you try to remember Thomas Jefferson, your brain fires off neurons that are related to Thomas Jefferson. So and Thomas Jefferson, wait, what? Thomas the Jefferson. Fuck? Thomas Jefferson was involved heavily with United <clears throat> States politics and the forming of our country, but was never a president. He was huh. related to the president. I did not know that. That just blew my mind. Unless I'm saying the wrong name and I'm an idiot, which it's a huge possibility. Uh, no, I think you might. Oh, no, he was really? a president. So it was somebody else. Okay. That's there, fine. No, hey, sorry. So regardless, there was somebody whose name Benjamin was... Benjamin Franklin? Benjamin Franklin. Ben, yep. yes. Benjamin Franklin. Sorry, yep. it's Benjamin Franklin. Yep. And if so, you ask people who's the president on the $100 bill... They'll say it's yep. Benjamin Franklin. Yep. Because your brain associates him with the presidents, and so when you think about him, it brings up the presidents, and it makes you think he was a president. Yep. So, yeah, there we go. Um, so basically that's what they're saying. Or another possibility is something called confabulation, which is where your brain essentially plugs in false information to help you fill in the gaps. Hmm. So like if you're trying to think of something and you can't fully remember it, your brain yeah. will just like, oh, well, this is logical. So maybe this is it. Mm, okay. So like, it's kind of like plugging in a false idea to go, oh, yeah, this is this is what you're trying to think. Okay. Of. 
Gotcha. Yeah. So like your brain just fucks you over every day, yeah. basically. <laughs> well, it's kind of like that one. The I don't remember if you remember like how popular emails were back in the day. Oh yeah. But you would get the one where it was just like a paragraph and it was it was misworded, misspelled, but your brain could still spell yeah. it because and it's always like if you can letter, read this, then your brain is super special. And it's like no, it's no, your not because just, your brain just automatically can plug in the missing information mm -hmm. or switch the false information. And give you the correct information. Exactly. Like that's how powerful our brains really are. Yeah. Dude, it's so it, like I think it's obviously a result of a computer simulation. Dun dun dun. The Matrix. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This is starting to hit. Yeah, it's getting there. Ooh. Okay. Oh, so now I gotta slow down on those sips. I took a couple big fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> so another explanation that starts to get more into the realm of science fiction, which of course I fucking love mm -hmm. is that it is re the result of multiple realities and timelines that are all running parallel to or pip purple yeah, or perpendicular to or hell even around each other. And that occasionally that they might collide popping into and out of each other that's fucking insane uh -huh. like if you really think about it like the fact that there could be all of these multiple timelines and realities that are just bouncing around and colliding with each other and popping into and out of existence of each other maybe that is why sometimes we'll be walking along and everything's oh burn stain bears yeah it's like boop we're in another reality and it's Bernstein bears. Mm -hmm. just I hate to go back to that one all the time, but it's just like one of the most popular ones. And it like drives me nuts. Yeah. <laughs> I love the Bernstein bears yeah. when I was younger yeah. or the yeah. Bernstein bears, Bernstein, Bernstein, whatever. Tomato, yeah. tomato, whatever. <sighs> fucking Mandela effect. Is, is the tomato, shit. tomato thing. I wonder what that has anything to do with the majors. Attack of the killer tomatoes. <laughs> Attack of the killer tomatoes. I and loved potatoes. that shit. Attack of the killer <laughs> tomatoes. Uh, uh, cartoons are not what they used to be. No. Okay. So, but for the sake of this episode, we will stick with the explanation that the Mandela effect is a result of us living in a simulation and that the simulation is being changed or reset in some way. Meaning that some people are remembering small details from before the reset. Hmm. So what are some examples of the Mandela effect that you remember the most? The Bernstein Bears was the biggest one. And Curious George. Those oh two God, were huge Curious George. Yep. Yes. That Those shit two, fucks me up. What yep. about the Monopoly Man? The Monopoly Man. Yep. Yeah. Yep. The Monopoly There's Man. There's no monocle. Yep. There's no kick. And which is bullshit because think about it. Ace Ventura, pet detective. Yep. The monocle. Yep. Right? Yep. He does the whole monocle mm -hmm. bit. So how is there no monocle if it's... it's, it's it's referenced in pop culture. They're just fucking with us, bro. Like it's fucking ridiculous. And then They're of course, as from the us. you know the beginning of the episode, Shazam, <laughs> which we all know was a fucking movie about a genie starring Sinbad. That's how I started that talk out with my dad. I was like, "Hey, dad, you remember Shazam?" He's like, "Fuck yeah!" I was yeah. like, "No, you don't." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "What the hell Mind are you talk? talking about?" No, you don't. He's like, as a Mandela effect. He's like, "What is that?" And we yeah. got into that whole yeah. thing with it's it. Fucking nuts, dude. Mm -hmm. It's insane. That like we can all in like think of these things differently like that. 
It's actually my my point. My next point is one of the ones that drives me the craziest is, of course, the 1990s Sinbad movie or genie movie that supposedly never happened. Mm -hmm. I touched on this briefly in the episode Mandela affected, but now I think I will go a little more in depth. If you grew up in the 90s, then chances are you remember a certain film about a genie named Shazam starring the comedian Sinbad. Once again, the problem with that happens to be that the movie apparently does not exist at all, anywhere, at any point in time, at least not in this timeline. Mm, Not in this dimension. Mm -hmm. That's right. The almighty tallest would have you believe that Shazam never happened. Oh, thank you. You've done the right thing. My tossing you won't be forgotten when I rule the universe. Thanks, this amazing man on that bike. Even Sinbad has publicly come forward to try and convince people that the film isn't real. Some would suggest that perhaps he's trying too hard. Hmm. A lot of Mandela Effect conspiracists believe that there is a reason behind the adamant denial of the existence of the Shazam movies, along with the denial of other Mandela Effects. Many believe that it is in order to keep the rest of the population from realizing these flaws or glitches in the Matrix. There it is. Ah, we said the Matrix. Oh, yeah, shit. Smaller sips. Small, yep, Smaller tiny sips. sips. <laughs> I'm starting to sink in the couch a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that by painting Mandela Effect believers as crazy or as having flawed memories, that it helps them to continue the simulation running without any issues. But if we stop and look at things realistically, what are the chances of that being true? Hmm. If there is any reason behind them withholding the existence of this movie from anyone, it is probably only because it was a terrible movie and Sinbad is embarrassed to admit that he did it. Yep. I can see. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, never happened. I don't know what y'all are talking about. What was it out when what were I guess it had to have been out before VHSs or something or no nah, it was definitely during yeah, the VHS yeah. era because yeah, like so where would all the VHSs go like yeah, that's yeah. that's the whole thing well, and remember the clip from the beginning of the episode yeah. and I'm pretty sure I was actually supposed to play that later on in this episode but we got ahead of ourselves and I think it worked it was out it worked out better <laughs> it worked out way better yeah so what if I told you and actually speaking of what if I told you. I fell victim to the damn Mandela effect while putting together an episode that ironically enough was about the Mandela effect. Huh? Okay. Yeah. So I wanted to use the clip from the matrix where Morpheus says to Neo, what if I told you, you remember this, right? Yeah. He's like, what if I told you? And yep. then he starts talking about the matrix and then goes on to drop some mind melting knowledge about it mm-hmm. at the beginning of part one in the series. But guess fucking what? That clip apparently doesn't exist either. It doesn't. I've tried finding it online. I tried using it in the episode. It doesn't exist. Oh, shit. Yeah. I Googled. I Googled. I scoured YouTube. And yet I couldn't find it anywhere. Huh. I remember that, too. Yeah. It's fucking me up. dude. The Mandela effect continues to fuck me up, even when I'm not even, like, (laughs) expecting it to. I'm just, like trying to make an episode and all of a sudden I'm like, and it where's the sound clip I want to use? And it's mm-hmm. like, nope, nope, not there. Yep. <sighs> it's weird, right? Dude, I, 
even like on YouTube or stuff like that. Like I've had clips, like I swear I've seen before. Yeah. I swear I've had saved and I can't find them anywhere. Nowhere. Nowhere. <sighs> Super weird. I'm sure I'm not the only one. No. I, and that's the thing is like, there's so many people out there that are victim to the Mandela yeah. effect. And actually, uh, one of the people that won the giveaway I did, I mm -hmm. uh, actually think it was like the, the, the grand prize winner. Their favorite episode was about the Mandela. Effect. Oh, nice. Yeah. And they had actually commented on it and everything. So it was mm -hmm. pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, shout out to Panda Hayes, I believe on Instagram. Shout out Panda Hayes. Yeah. It might be Panda Hayes 420, you know, but whatever. You know who you are. Uh, your you your, special, your special box human. is on the way. So your your mystery box is on the way officially. Actually, by the time this comes out, you'll probably already have it. So <laughs> never mind. <coughs> Carry on, my wayward son. <laughs> Anyways, where the hell were we? Oh, yeah, Shazam. Shazam. So what if I told you? What if I told you that after decades of denying the existence of this movie, that in 2018, Sinbad finally admitted that Shazam was real. Mm. Exactly. You can imagine my astonishment. This is why I got to start doing video because yeah. I'm like into it now. Yep. So, yep. <laughs> so as you, you can imagine my astonishment as well, when I stumbled upon a video clip of Sinbad giving us the validation we have all been so desperate for for so long. And I would say, without further delay, here it is, courtesy of New Jersey 101.5, proof that we all aren't crazy. But right. I already played that clip at the beginning of the episode, so you already know what it goes like. And if you forgot because you're dabbed to death, just rewind it. Yeah, you can you can just start over and catch back up. We'll still be here. What's up, booties? Nick here. Sorry to interrupt the episode, but I just wanted to take a minute to talk about Hamilton Devices. Hamilton Devices produces some of the best smoking devices and accessories on the market, in my opinion. Whether you're looking for something discreet and sleek, like the cloak battery, or whether you're looking to flex on some fools with a gold bar battery, Hamilton Devices has you covered. Or you can get annihilated with my personal favorite, the Starship. The Starship is a battery that has three ports on it, allowing for you to use up to three cartridges or coils at a time or any combination thereof. Therefore, you can get as high as your heart desires. I named mine the SS End Your Lives. You know, instead of the SS Enterprise. Sorry. Anyway, moving on. You should definitely check out Hamilton Devices. I will leave a link in the episode description, and you can always tell them Dab to Death sent ya. Now, let's get back to the episode. Bye bye Probably. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, okay, but I did lie, and I'm sorry. It was just too good of a chance to pass up. Uh, you know, I don't even care if I get in trouble for using the whole sound clip, because, you mm. know, you're supposed to, like, only use so much, but whatever. As you could probably tell, the clip was really just Sinbad fucking with us. Like, he's joking about having to get into the lamp and, like, how much yoga he had to do and cover himself with oil. And, like, mm -hmm. he's smoking crack. And, like, he's basically just poking fun at the whole thing. And, like, he's he's not really admitting the existence of the movie as much as I wish he was. But at the same time, 
the best place to hide a secret is right in front of you. That is true. That's like, you know, the more obvious you are, the less obvious mm -hmm. you are. Did the man, I mean, you know, we might have had a little stint on some crack, you know? You know? I mean, I mean, the, the, it was the 80s and 90s. You don't think she, you expect I me mean, to believe that he didn't smoke some crack? I know um, some wholesome people, bro, <laughs> that have smoked some crack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. One of my buddies, bro. He was a crackhead and we loved him. <laughs> but can I tell the story? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, he we love him. John, I'm not gonna say your last name, but <laughs> we um we worked together, we worked a labor job, we were like spreading mulch. I was probably like I was young, probably like twenty-two or something. And we got paid every Friday. Every Friday without fail, as soon as we got paid, we'd go to the store, buy some beer, some cigarettes. He'd start splitting ways and be like, hey, I'll catch y'all later. We'd be like, John, why don't you just stay with us, hang out? He's like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that, man. I'm yeah. just going. Uh, yeah, John. Yes, just, you are, John. Yeah, yeah, yes, he are. was. You know, I'm just going to hang out with my sister. I was like, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah, huh? exactly. Yeah, huh? So, and every single fucking night without fail, one, two in the morning on that Friday, the evening, Saturday morning, whatever. We'd get a call and he's answered it the same way every or he said the same thing every time. Be like, hello? Be like, man, I fucked up, man. I fucked up. <laughs> John, where are you at, bro? Oh, I'm God. on the train tracks, man. Christian, I <laughs> fucked up, bro. I fucked up. Of course, it's the fucking train tracks. <laughs> every it's time, dude. Is, he would always walk those from oh, where God. he got his crack to his house. And I guess he came down i don't fucking know but that <laughs> was the spot on the tracks yeah. it was the spot <laughs> that you could drive under and the train tracks went over this bridge but like nobody went there oh, and he would just wait there for me to fuck come pick him up hey can you give me a pack of cigarettes too <laughs> i'll pay you back like no you won't bro no, you but yeah i got you, you dog i got you <laughs> every week for about a, probably six oh, months dude God. it was so horrible but it was so fucking funny dude oh God. Anyway, sweet and crack. Ugh, yeah, fuck crack. Fuck crack. Fuck drugs. I'm sober. Crack is whack, man. Yeah, I'm sober, by the way. Three years. I mean, I, I'm uh, ish. I mostly, smoke a lot of weed. Mostly sober. I smoke weed. Yeah, I smoke weed and I, I drink occasionally, probably more than I should. But well, I was a big, like, I was an addict. and I, I was, Yeah, I, I had to like distance myself yeah. from a lot of things because there's certain things that I can't do because yep. if I do them once, I'll never stop doing them. Yep. And it'll yep. end very, very badly. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, so. The fuck is that sound? all right <clears throat> we have returned okay so let's move on from sinbad and whether or not he was in a terrible genie movie in the 90s in fact let's move away from the mandela effect entirely as i'm pretty sure we can all agree at this point that if we are living in a simulation that it is most likely a result of being so so in part one we mentioned the author philip k dick <clears throat> and how he was an advocate for the belief that we were all living in a simulation and how this heavily influenced some of his writing I would like to now take a brief look at his life as it goes well beyond his book, Man in the High Castle. Huh. 
Dick wrote Man in the High Castle in 1962, and up until that point, his writing had not gained much attention. But it wasn't until 12 years later that things got really interesting. In February of 1974, Philip was recovering from oral surgery. <laughs> after Men having never grow up, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we don't. We're like, it, it, deep down inside, we're always going to laugh. If there's any kind of like sexual innuendo, any it's kind of so butt funny. joke, fart humor, it's, it's, we're just, we're always going to laugh. I'm sorry. Absolutely. It is what it is. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so after having an impacted wisdom tooth removed, he was coming down off of the sodium pentothal used by the dentist. Yeah, used by the dentist and was receiving a delivery of Darvon when he had a mind opening and transcendental experience. Uh, side note, Darvon is a painkiller that was available all the way up until 2010 when it was banned for legal use by the Food and Drug Administration for being highly addictive and linked to causing heart attacks. Hmm. I was actually about to look that up and shout out to you for already having that. My I, guy. Uh, I, 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 knew, right. I knew people were going to need to know because I had no fucking clue what Darvon was. Yep. I, I kind of thought it was like, what is it like the Avon lady? Like Avon calling. Yeah. <laughs> Darvon calling. <laughs> it's just like some creepy guy in glasses. Yep. Like, hey, it's Darvon calling. <laughs> Half withered away. <laughs> made me cringe uh as he was discussing the gold necklace that the woman delivering the pills was wearing which was the uh intersecting arch fish shape used my used by many christians you know the mm -hmm. jesus fish yep it's all also known as the ictus apparently he says that the light reflected off of the gold generating a pink beam of light that mesmerized him mm-hmm Sorry, I need a beverage. Oh, no, you're good. He later came to believe Ooh. that this pink beam of... Uh, Speaking uh, of... Boom! That oh, could, hey, yep, got that, it right there, dog. Right there. Yep, got yeah. it right on my wrist. Oh, shit. Uh-huh. The ictus. The ictus is what it's called? Yeah. Okay. Ictus. I-C-H-T-Y-S. Huh, I okay. Was that, was that what it was? Hold on. I C H T H Y S. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that was the name for it. That's cool. X it might be X X this. I don't know. How. I, however I it's don't pronounced, know. but it's it's a cool word. I like it. Yeah. All right. So he later came to believe that this pink beam was an intelligent being that imparted wisdom and clairvoyance. After the woman left, he began to experience strange bouts of hallucinations. Hmm which he first tried to attribute to simply being a side effect of all the damn drugs. Yeah. Which I mean, that makes sense. You know, you're, you're coming down off of painkillers and anesthetics and all kinds of oral surgery medications. Yep. <clears throat> oral. And you don't know what happened <laughs> while you were out, but whatever. <laughs> anyway. Uh, however, uh. after these hallucinatory experiences continued to happen for several weeks, including an instance where the pink beam informed him that his son was ill and turned out to be so after they rushed him to the hospital. Huh. He accepted that it wasn't just the drugs. Dun, dun, dun. Right? Ooh, it's some prophecy. Spooky. Getting spooky. Over the next couple months, Philip... Meow, 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 meow. <laughs> Sorry. 
Oh, dude, I don't have it yet. I wanted to get this lamp. Did yeah. I show you the picture of it? It's like, it's a, so it's Jason Maybe. from Friday the 13th, and he's like submerged underwater by the No, you didn't yet. That sounds like, sick, though. It's like a tube of water, and it like lights him up from underneath, and it changes colors. Huh, that's pretty I, cool. I want to get it for the for I the love the old Jason here. movies, bro. Yeah. I need, I, need to get it, I need to get it for like right there. And my, my man's wearing a Jason jersey right now. Oh, yeah. Damn. Oh, I would. We're not doing video yet. Sorry, I haven't figured out the camera angles. We are in the new and improved Dad's Death Studios, though. Uh, I call it Voodoo Studios. Voodoo Studios. But uh, we Dab got the to Dab to Death neon sign here. That's pretty sick. Courtesy of my fiance. It was uh, who also is a fucking bomb cook. Yeah, shout she out. Makes really good food. Well, we had uh, what was it? Barbecue tacos was barbecue street corn street corn tacos. So good. Yeah. So so good. Shout yeah, out to so, her and shout out for that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So we got the we got the backdrop going. I'll have cameras set up soon. Yep. Uh, and uh, I also have a Twitch channel set up that I'm going to be streaming on soon. YouTube channel launching soon. So stay. I tuned. might be doing one as well. Oh shit! Yeah. yeah just oh, saying shit. that for the first time. All right. Cool. Cool. Yep, so well, we we gotta know. we gotta we gotta keep working together on shit uh -huh. like this. Right? I'll let you know. Yeah. And then we'll keep, we'll obviously just keep working together and. Yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll right. show you some stuff I'm working on. All right, cool, cool. Yeah. So where were we? <laughs> um. Oh yeah, he, I he think admitted... we need a matrix shot oh, because we yeah. did just eat the matrix. The matrix. And we had a lot of good conversations on the matrix and the simulation while we were having dinner. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It almost makes me wish I was recording like 24-7 so I could just constantly have yeah. some of the shit. Not the worst idea, dude. My Another gift she got me was um, these clip-on microphones. Oh, nice. Yep. And it's a set of two. Mm -hmm. And there's like even a little uh, headset that comes with it so you yep. can like listen to yourself. So there's you know the back. Well, no, it's literally just... just like this tiny little clip-on thing. Oh, and nice. then there's a Bluetooth receiver that plugs into oh, the sick. bottom of your phone. That's and sick. so like you can record directly with your phone mm. and so it's like if you're doing okay. like tiktoks or like uh you know videos like that yeah that way you can like still get decent sound quality because like and a lot you of the time, can too oh no i like i i tried doing a couple like i said the test runs yep. of the the fan mail by the fireside mm -hmm. which uh i have a really good uh set of bloopers for my patreon when i get the patreon up and running so <clears throat> <laughs> Stay tuned for that. I was Dun. severely inebriated and uh, tried <laughs> to film a series of fan mail by the fireside clips for TikTok. And uh, well. basically, it was just me like drunkenly slurring, hugging a fan mail by the fireside. <laughs> and then, like, trying to like do some kind of clever segue into the video where I'm like sitting back in a chair reading a book, like. <laughs> Oh well, hello. I didn't hear you come in, and I'm like, it's terrible. It's terrible. Yep. So, stay tuned for that too. <laughs> it's not that terrible. Yeah, no. Um, it'll be fun so. though. <laughs> so, over the next couple months, Philip experienced a series of hallucinatory events, including visions of modern times colliding, quote unquote, with ancient Roman times. And a belief that he was living two separate and simultaneous lives. Okay. I believe that's just called cheating on your wife, sir. Yeah. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I mean, maybe yeah. if you're living two separate lives, yeah. like you've got some shady shit going on. 
Yep. Oh, two God. separate kids, that, two separate. Hey, a little close to dun, 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 uh, Anyway, dun, dun. so just three years later in 1977, <laughs> Philip K. Dick appeared at a science fiction convention in Metz, France, where he delivered an infamous speech that. Oh, no, wait. Sorry. Where he delivered a speech that instantly became famous throughout both the scientific and science fiction communities. I will play some clips from that speech now. Do I have that clip? The subject of this speech. Yes, I do. Well, I'm just going to do a dab. Yeah. Which has been Sounds discovered right. recently. I'm going to turn it down a little so we can which still. Which may not exist at all. Let's turn it down I may be talking about something that does not <laughs> exist. Therefore, I'm free to say everything or nothing. Oh, I, I like that. I'm talking about something that does not exist. So, therefore, I'm free to say everything but nothing. As well as deranged private worlds. Oh, yeah. And everything or nothing. Yeah. By just one person. Yeah, the grape juice fire, dude. I've been dabbing on that all day. Drawn into one of the peculiar ones. Just riding around this with my dad. <laughs> with my rig. Just riding around with my rig. No Fuck it. I dude, I got... Whatever. So I got, got a You know how I have the, the <laughs> starship, right? Yeah. So the fucking... One of the coils, I don't... Like, one of the carts leaked into it hella bad. And ever since then, it's out of commission. Oh, And so I have the hammer, right? The cold start rig. And then the flint went out on that. No, so then I'm just like, dude, all my mobile shit's just going out on me. sucks. And so, like, all I really have now is my rig here. Yeah. I got a replacement pack of flints. He's, he's talking about whatever, but, you know. Uh, so. <laughs> I think he's actually talking about the drugs, the sodium pentothal and everything. Like, yeah. So I don't. I don't I don't know if this is actually the clip I was looking for, so it's fine. <laughs> you are free to believe me, I'm pretty sure this is Matt, but, but please take my I don't know if it's the point of the speech I was looking for, but whatever. Yeah, yeah all my, it's still cool to hear. Yeah, if I was paying attention. Sorry, <laughs> I've heard it. I had ever heard described. It resembled plasmic energy. It had colors. It moved fast. It collected and then dispersed. But what it was, what he was, I am not sure even now. In other words, it's a common theme in my writing that a dark-haired girl shows up at the door of the protagonist and... Are they playing this music his during his speech, or am I just tripping, right? <laughs> I've had enough of that syrup that it might be That's kind of what I was thinking. I'm like, huh. I, I don't remember hearing this music when your wife like fucking with us behind there, like playing <laughs> in the background, the perfectly Bluetooth timed. <laughs> We'd hear it through the headphones. Or your fiance, sorry. Stranger, and she did inform me of this fact that some of my fictional works were, in a literal sense, true. I wrote out these dreams in novel after novel, story after story. To name two in which this prior ugly present obtained most clearly, I cite The Man in the High Castle and my 1974 novel about the U.S. as a police state called Flow My Tears, The Policeman Said. 
I'm going to be very candid. Well, if I push it again, it'll just start over. So I'm thinking the only way to make it stop is to play the Invader Zim clip again. Oh, thank you. What works, works, bro. As we say in the South, there's more than one way to skin a cat. Maybe say I'm pretty sure some of those guys would say the same thing. Got the, uh, the I wish serial there was, killer tapestry. Going. That would be funny for the video, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I've definitely discussed the uh, the tapestry yeah. before in the very early episodes of the podcast back. When I think I, back when I had my co-host. I think we did the first one I was on here too, because we were talking about it. Because uh, I was yeah. just saying it's super cool and shit. Maybe not. I don't know. I was really high. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I, just remember, I just know that like I definitely don't agree with like at least one or, no with like one or two of the guys on that list. I don't think they really belong on that. Well, which ones? Richard Speck. I don't think he really belongs on that list. He's not really a serial killer. Okay. Yeah, everybody else actually is definitely a well. David Berkowitz, I think, was more of like a spree killer. Cause that's when yeah. he, that's when you just like short secession, a short burst, instead of like methodically having like yeah. a, a a what do you call them an mo? Yeah, you wait periods of time until well, you have I mean, the urge even, again. Even like Richard Ramirez, like he didn't really have much of an mo. He just kind of yeah. like he just kind of like used whatever he had available and like was some just, people are just fucking nuts he too, was, bro. Yeah, yeah, he was definitely one of those fucking people. Yeah, you know and. <laughs> some people he was actually the the very the very first episode of the podcast was the very first two episodes were on richard ramirez nice yeah. what was that um oh that batman saying fuck it was about i don't know i can't remember man <laughs> i hate when that happens bro all right let me just say this here it's on another level oh yeah and i've had a lot of yeah. it yeah but Okay, so I, I wasn't really listening. Yeah, you can go ahead and help yourself. I'm gonna continue yeah. on rambling for a second. So I don't. I wasn't really like I said. I, I I thought I had executed the clip a little better than that on what segment I was hoping for him to be talking about. But um, moving on. <laughs> so something else we also touched on in part one, and what actually brings us to part two today now that we're well into the episode is if we are living in a simulation, is it possible to crash that simulation and what happens if we do so? While there aren't nearly as many scientific articles addressing this question, you can always count on Reddit to provide you with a place to scratch that philosophical itch. Though, fair warning, that instead of getting a list of valid options as to how to crash the simulation, you will mostly encounter people arguing over the semantics of the simulation itself. You. Yes, sir. I think that's a strawberry pineapple. Ooh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, definitely. I don't is. think I've dabbed on the blueberry yet tonight. So I think that'll be my next one when I do one. Ooh, one of my favorites. And of course, these are all paper plane strains. So you know, when you fly, when you fly paper planes, you fly on a different plane. 
<laughs> so. <coughs> yep. <laughs> so I did find one article on Scientific American's website that at least attempted to provide a logical and plausible explanation as to how we might crash the simulation. The article, written by Caleb A. Scharf, suggests that, quote, the most obvious strategy would be to... <clears throat> Sorry, I should probably drink something and prepare for this a little better, because this is a fucking paragraph. No, you are good, my friend. Oh, probably should have grabbed a water, too, instead of something <laughs> carbonated. Oh, sparkling water is for men. <laughs> Makes me feel fancy, okay? <laughs> Especially with watermelon peach flavor. Uh, I, I have the strawberry right now, actually. I have the blueberry pomegranate. Nice. That is actually a really good one. It's fabulous. <laughs> and that, and then that one's also another good brand because you can go, aha, I think I'll have one of those. Uh-huh. Aha. Yeah. If you ever would like to send us something. Or excuse me, <laughs> send Nick something. Right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Aha. Not sponsored, but you could be. Mm -hmm. uh, anyway. <laughs> I'll we let y'all know when I have mine up and then we'll talk. Aha. Uh -huh. We could be like, it's an aha moment. I I mean, like y'all should trademark that shit. Come on. I'll give that to you for free. Just, just you know, help me out here. <laughs> All right. So Caleb says, quote, the most obvious strategy would be to try to cause the equivalent of a stack overflow asking for more space in the active memory of a program than is available. Sound familiar? We were talking about the observing it constantly. Yep. So, by creating an infinitely or ex yeah. by creating an infinitely or at least excessively recursive process. And the way to do that would be to build our own simulated realities designed so that within those virtual worlds are entities creating their version of a simulated reality which is in turn doing the same, and so on, all the way down the rabbit hole. So basically, you program a simulation to program dozens of simulations, and then you program those dozens of simulations to program dozens of simulations, and then, or even like one program, you know, or one simulation creating two, and then those two creating... Yeah two more each you know and you could even just branch it down that way mm -hmm. and eventually the system is going to overload it's going to crash you know yep. so if all of this worked the universe as we know it just might reveal that it's all a mirage yep and wink out of existence completely if enough people are looking for it then right you know while initially this sounds like the simplest and most logical solution after some consideration i have found that I have a small problem with it. The flaw that I see in this suggestion is based on the limitations we have in our, quote, world. The amount of computing power and storage that would be required to run this stack overflow would be immense beyond anything that we currently possess. This solution also reminds me of the Mandela Effect movie we discussed last time, where they use the quantum to computer to run a program that would observe every part of the simulated world at once, <laughs> forcing the simulation to process the graphics for the entire simulation, entirely forcing it to crash. Mm -hmm. Again, we come back to that. To the, yep. 
So it, it, it sounds like it's initially a good idea that you could just create simulations to create simulations to create simulations. But yeah, I don't know if, I mean, that's only the theoretically. Yeah, exactly. The computing power is all theoretical at this point. Yeah. Like, we wouldn't know what it would really take to do that unless we attempted it. Yeah. You know, I feel like the options would be you have to, enough people would have to be looking for enough things. We're looking for enough stuff um, as far as information goes and all that. Maybe that would. I don't know hey, if enough um, people are asking questions kind of like in the matrix, like the movie when Neo yeah. keeps digging and keeps digging. And then yeah. finally he wakes up to a message on his computer. That's like, Hey, follow the white rabbit. And then yeah. bam, he's in the matrix. He knows what's going on. Oh shit. We said the matrix like three oh, times. Shoo. So just take a, a yeah, decent, yeah. Yeah. That's going to be the one. All right. But it, um, Ooh. Goddamn! Yeah, <laughs> it's it's super interesting. I really like that syrup, though. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. It's like syrup's the best. I'm sorry, but I'm sorry. I've had a, I've I've been at a few dispensaries, managed one of them, been to a lot of other dispensaries. I'm in the cannabis industry. I've had a lot of syrups. Ours is the best. Period. I definitely, yeah, I definitely agree. I love it. And that's not a biased opinion. I'm sorry. We're just being brutally honest. No, like I seriously love syrup. Yeah. Like it's my thing because like I have a, I need a high tolerance or a high dosage of edibles. And exactly. that's one of the only things that does it to me. Yeah. You know, I, I, for me to get the effects that I need, I'd have to eat like three, four packs of gummies. You know, like that's, that's ridiculous. And I, I, I try to live a semi healthy life, you know, like I work out. I typically don't eat processed food much, you know, all that yeah. stuff. So, you know, I'm trying to get to that point. <laughs> sorry. Oh, I'm sorry, dog. We can't. No, no, no. I mean, I'm trying to get to that point of like, oh, <laughs> eating, eating, eating slightly healthier, like actually, you know, being more active and shit. Like I'm, I'm getting there. Uh, I'm like yeah. tracking like uh, we uh, we signed up for that. Was it healthy wage? What's that? It's where you like you put in you put in a certain amount of money each month and then you like set a goal for an amount of weight you want to lose. Huh. And then if you meet that goal in that certain amount of time, you win like double or triple your money sometimes. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah. And a good incentive for people. Yeah, exactly. So like basically I'm putting in I think like $80 a month. Okay. You know, which I went up a little more than their like, you know, basic level. Mm -hmm. Um, and then like just for six months, if I lose, I think 40 pounds, I'll get like a thousand dollars. No crap. And I, and I did the math on like what I'm putting into it and it's like 400 and something. It's so, like under $500. So nice. I'm still getting double my money basically. Yeah. So it's a good investment period. Yeah, exactly. So, so good incentive. I, yeah. It's a good incentive. It's a good motivator. And then like, uh, yeah. there's also these little like mini wagers you can do for like step challenges each nice. month and shit like that. And like there's free challenges you can sign up for where. If you lose a certain amount of your goal in a certain amount of time, you just win some money and like. So I can like do like certain step challenges for like a day or like a few days or whatever, and like you can. Yeah. I, I don't I don't remember exactly how long <laughs> some of the steps. I think like they're Bro. a month long step challenge. Kind oh, of thing, okay. Where if you get like six hundred thousand steps in a certain huh. amount of time or whatever. Oh, because I'm a marine, I will crush that challenge, <laughs> dog. <laughs> right. <laughs> huh. Yeah, I might check so, that out. Actually, that's really yeah, cool. It's pretty cool. 
stay healthy for uh, all y'all. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's like also I've been trying to like take a little bit better care of my mental health. Mm-hmm. And that's like why I've honestly been gone from the podcast for so long is, you know, shit happens and yeah. you just get into this like kind of a rut. And that's like why we redesigned the studio Absolutely. so I can like get into a better headspace with it and like be motivated to just like get back into it. Absolutely. Hit it with like a whole new passion and yep. a whole new design and a whole new plan. Yeah. That's why we've got the YouTube channel, the Twitch, the all that shit coming out, you know. Absolutely. So, yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah, I had to do the same thing because I was going through some crazy stuff. So I just recently started, <clears throat> sorry, I just recently started getting over that. And now I'm starting to get back into like the healthier stuff yeah. and trying to work out and all that. And yeah, it's super important. Yeah, super fun. Yeah. I'm just, I'm an angry person, you know. Oh, dude, <laughs> it too. helps me. Like, and that's like, that's it one helps. thing I've been struggling with so much lately is like the little things just start to irritate me so much. And yep. it just like builds up. And then I'm just like so grumpy all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. And it definitely like rubs off on my personal life and it sucks. Yep. You know, and so absolutely. Like, I actually have been looking into, uh, there's the, in Sacramento, there's like that Sacramento Buddhist meditation group. Hmm. And like every nice. last Sunday of the month, they do like a free intro class where they do, uh, they have a different uh, person come in and teach different styles of meditation each month. Okay. That's so you it. can like, you can go every month and learn a different style of meditation from a different yeah, teacher, from a different, like, master yeah, teacher, from, whatever. Well, from like different, cause there's like, you know, there's uh, all kinds of different schools of meditation. Yeah. That's really cool. Oh, damn carbonation. <laughs> mm. i feel you but yeah so i've been looking into that and you know i missed it this last sunday i was gonna go but i, I just was yeah. a little hungover so. hey so gotta, st- life. gotta stop doing that part too <laughs> you know hey baby steps dog yeah yeah but anyway <laughs> i still got a lot of crap to work on so right. and, you know and and you know for any of my listeners that are going through some shit just know that you're not alone we we all struggle and we're all you know dealing with what we're dealing with and uh if you need help reach out there are resources available and i'll provide a few links in the episode description so you know you can reach out if you need to right on man all righty getting back to it speaking of people's well-being let's Get back to dab to death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's love it. For those that are the you know dabbed to death, just the death part. Dab's not bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but if you're if you're out there just dabbed, if you're dabbed to death, you know that's not necessarily a bad thing. That just means no. you're super super high. Yeah, I, I try to do that often. <laughs> it's uh, hard when it's like half your job testing dabs and stuff. You know, yeah. right. whatever. Dude, yeah, Paul's been kind of weird about that lately. Though. Yeah, I work night shift, dog. I don't know oh, what you're talking about, yeah. bro. <laughs> it's me and me and uh, yeah, two no, others. It just sucks that like Paul's been weird about it on my end. I'm like, what? It's my job. Yeah. No, I mean, he said that. Like Andrew said that about. Um, he's like, hey, just you know, wait till like we leave. Basically, I was like, all right, cool. So like five, six, and then. You don't come in and like if he says anything bro like i'm sorry like paul i purge everything i mix everything i flip everything i i lay hands on everything bro i need sometimes you need to test shit dog right. like it is what well, it is like on my end it's like 
I have to know before we package it. Yeah, you have to know. You you guys are like the second layer after. Yeah, that. we're we're the we're the next checkpoint. Yeah, so it's like checkpoint. We, that's yeah, we have to we have to know before I send my team in to gram that shit out. I need to know it's worth gramming out, or if it needs a little more time, or if it's like you know whatever. Or if we're gonna mix uh-huh. it with something else, you know, shit like that. Yeah, absolutely. So. You know, that's that sucks. It is, that, it, is dog. What, it is what it is. Give it a little bit of time and it's fine. Yeah, yeah. He got pissed about that before with old dude that worked with us, and he, I guess, eventually got a little bit over that. Yeah. Well, I guess because that same dude was like smoking hella dabs and stuff. <laughs> he like walked in. He's like, "What the fuck are you doing, bro? You're like yeah. smoking like ten dabs." <laughs> yeah, and that's like the thing. It's like I don't sit there and get carried away with it. Yeah. It's like I'm literally. I, I will go in there with my little you know my little hammer and I'll test my shit and that's mm-hmm. it. Yeah, me and me and uh, my manager will will go and like just you know sometimes test some things if you know if like I'm testing something or if she's testing something or whatever or if he so it's it's to a dude and a chick but if any of us are testing things like we're you know we're not testing these four or five different things at one time you know yeah, yeah. like. You're going to hit one thing, maybe two on your lunch or something and just spread them throughout the day. You know, yeah. you got to work. It's, you know, you can't just sit there and dab exactly. all day. Unfortunately, <laughs> Luis would get, the, he would, we're not going to get into it. Yeah. But because <laughs> like, if I got into all that, it was like, he would just get everybody super high. He would like bring them into the fucking office and have them do like gram dabs and shit. Yeah. And it was like so dumb. And I'm like, what are you doing, dude? They were so <laughs> high. They could barely function <laughs> on the line. They're just like, <laughs> and I'm like, <sighs> anyway, it's moving right along. Bum, 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 bum. Oh, okay. So in, dun, dun. One thread, Reddit user Relative Perspective suggests something along the lines of concentrating all of the energy in the universe into one condensed point, and even admits the impossibility of this solution alongside their suggestion due to the ever-expanding nature of the universe. But it is an intriguing theory nonetheless. Mm. Speaking of the universe... I was watching various YouTube videos on simulation theory and one scientist or philosopher who is against the theory, though I didn't quite catch his name, said that he doesn't believe that we live in a simulation because the only thing powerful enough to simulate an entire universe would be the universe itself. Mm. Because the universe would be a giant fucking battery. That would power an entire simulation. I think it, it's it could if if indeed we are in a simulation, it could it's a theory. I don't think it's the it's the explanation that it could be the one. There's there's a lot of different theories in my like it could be that it could be it could be a crazy computer aliens, you know, God could Ooh, be. Yeah. I think aliens would definitely be a good one to get into for a part yeah. three because I already have some options for a part three episode on this because mm-hmm. this is such an extensive topic. Oh yeah, that especially lately. Yeah, it's gotta it's gotta be dived into, dive you know, did into, deep dabbed into. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, oh, where was I? Oh yeah. Uh, so 
Awesome. I found this very fascinating because while he sees this as solid reasoning against us being in a simulation, I see a way that it could be the very explanation of the simulation itself. <laughs> you see, this got me thinking, what if the quote computer that is simulating the quote universe we live in and observe is the universe itself. Mm -hmm. This same video mentions something called a Dyson sphere. This is a hypothetical megastructure that would encompass a star and harness most, if not all, of its solar power. What was Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were done. Keep going. Oh, no, no, you're good. What was, it? Uh, what was that called again? A Dyson sphere. Dyson sphere. Yeah, kind of like a Dyson vacuum. Oh, okay. But, <laughs> so oh, it's yeah. kind of like the same. It's the same concept, though. It's, uh, oh my god, you remember Spaceballs? Yeah. Oh yeah. When dude. they turned into the giant vacuum cleaner made thing. Yeah. 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 yeah kind of like that. Okay. But uh, so it's a Dyson sphere. So it's okay. a circle that would encompass a star. Hmm. It's like this. Basically, you would build this giant fucking. It's a Death Star that yeah. encompasses a star and kills the star by draining its battery, yep. and turning it into a battery. Okay. Yeah, so it turns okay. a star into a battery. Yeah. So it turns them into these things that can provide massive supplies of energy. So basically, like the Matrix, but with like universes. Yes. Okay. Kind of like Men in Black with the marbles and the universes and the galaxies. It's like yeah. It's like on that kind of scale. Okay. Yeah, I, I see what you're like saying. You yeah. can encompass a fucking star like this and just be like, "You're a battery now." Okay, that's sick. Yeah, it's fucking dope. So that's the kind of energy that it would take. Drop my phone. <laughs> so. That is the kind of energy that it would take to run an advanced simulation of an entire universe full of conscious beings. Boom. So what if, instead of being inside an ancestral simulation that is run by the advanced version of our own society, hmm. we are inside an entire simulated universe run by an alien species using the power of the stars to power itself marble scene in men in black in my notes <laughs> there we go full fucking circle <laughs> we have done it people the we matrix. have done it the matrix and that tiny, was tiny purpose tiny sip <laughs> that was definitely purposeful I just love how I came back to where I was mm -hmm. already at, and it just it fucking worked. That that was fantastic, my friend. Oh shit! Fantastic. Uh, oh wow! Actually, <laughs> now as much oh. as I hate to drop that kind of philosophical bomb and just <sighs> end the episode. Oh. If we go any further, we'll be here for another two hours. That's facts, dude. That's facts. So perhaps we'll have to return sometime in the near future or the simulated future or the alternate future or the concurrent future for the conclusion of the great debate on simulation theory. How about this? If this episode reaches 500 downloads in the next two weeks, we will do a part three. Yes, sir. Until then, if you have any feedback, you can send a me any eh? you can send an email to feedback at dabdash.com, or you can send me a direct message on any of the social medias at dabdash. 
unless you're on Instagram, then it's at Dab to Death Podcast. <sighs> Fuck. Hold on. <laughs> hold up. Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> Oh fuck. Um yeah, other than that, uh you can also check out Can Wist 2 using the link in the episode description. Check them out for any of your gaming accessory needs. They have headphones, LED lights. You can get okay. a uh LED sign with your custom gamer tag on it. Nice. Kind of cool. Uh, and you can use de- the code dab to death for 10% off of your purchase. Anyway, uh, like I said, Patreon coming soon. And uh, thank you to those that participated in the giveaway. And congratulations to those that won. And uh, like I said, by the time you hear this episode, you will have your mystery prizes. And thank you very much, Christian, for coming in again. It's great having you here every time. Of course, of course. Great being here. Me too, bro. Finally, I like, get that nice, like, whew. Yep. Cheeto, what's even more fucked up? <laughs> the Matrix. Oh, shit. The Matrix. One more. <laughs> One more. All right. Keep listening to him, y'all. He's doing good stuff, big stuff. Um, a lot of the big things coming. Yep, absolutely. Yep. Can't wait till you guys see the uh, studio. I've posted a couple little teasers. I'm going to post another one tonight, probably, of the studio now that it's all set up. Yeah, super dope, bro. Super dope. He uh, showed me a video. Excuse me. When I first got in here. And the video looks cool as shit. Don't get me wrong. But then you walk in. It looks hella cool. Yeah, it's 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 a whole vibe. It it feels so fucking legit now. And it's like it's it's a a whole vibe. Yeah. And um, wait until the walls are done. I have these fucking she got me these panels <coughs> like they look like uh, they're, they're, well they're soundproofing panels and but they're like these all these different angles and shapes and shit oh nice and so we're gonna bl- basically block out the entire wall and mount these panels on it and then i have a bunch of art i'm gonna and shit i'm gonna hang on the walls too nice it's gonna be so dope that's sick that's sick yeah so, super excited yeah so until then everybody be careful out there because you never know when you might get Dab to death. Oh, shit.